0: and quantum leadership development between them. Once again, thanks for joining us and enjoy today's show.
1: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are, this is the place to be. This is Mainline Executive Coaching, ACT, Act, Action and Cultural Transformation. That's what we do here. Leaders, this is for you. This is really one for you. Last time we spoke, we talked about what do you do to prep yourself as a leader for the day before you actually go into work? That was the focus. That was part or part one, part A, how we wanted to designate that. This is about part B, part two, about once you are arrived, you've arrived at work, what is your habit stack? What are the set of habits that you go through to get your mind, your body, your whole focus working so that you are now connected as that leader in that place with these people? That's what we're going to be talking about today, Rich. Yep. Let's open that up a little bit, and you and I are going to talk about what we did when we were working in positions of leader leadership to get that stuff going. That tell a little bit about our background in our leadership positions.
0: You know, I think I think this is a critical element. Now you're warmed up. You know, it's game time, right? You've done your your morning warm up. You've got your head in the right place. Uh, you you you've arrived at the office. What comes next? And that's as critical as as the warm-up. Are you ready for the day? I mean, there's a lot of times driving into work, even before, that I would, you know, going through my mind, what is it that I need to get done today? You know, and if there's anything else I needed to add to a list I'd already come up with. So,
1: so once you're there and in the seat, I'm going to go through what it is that I did. Okay. All right? Because I've done my personal stuff. Now I'm walking through the door. And my whole thing now is to get to what it is I'm going to do. So I do go back and I'd say, okay, let's take another check into my professional journal at that point. I do check my schedule. I also check th- today's to do things. Then I start and I have a visit with um, the supervisor of the coaches. I'd say, okay, what's going on? What's the latest scoop? What's the gossip going on? So I get that update. Then I walk the floor. Let's see what's going on. What are the buzz? Again, I'm going to get a feel for the buzz with the coaches on the phone. So I get that vibe. And I go and see, let's find out what coaches are out sick today or PTO, uh, co- kind of coaches, uh, coaching sessions that we have completed yesterday, sessions that were missed, follow-up calls that expect to be done, new coaching clients, new coaching clients that are being assigned, any complaints, any challenges, any feedback of any kind, of any noteworthy, no, anything I want to notice about this. Plans with meeting any coaches that day, one-on-ones, implementation work that we could go on at that point in time so i got this list that just gets me connected and plugged into the coaches the coaching department what's going on in terms of scheduling rescheduling so i've got a pretty good feeling for the vibes of what's going on here now for me this was a big deal because what we were doing as coaches and a coaching department that particular company i think i've shared this with us before the cancellation rate or the chargeback rate in the coaching industry is rather high, surprisingly high. It's like 15%. You have some that are just out of control, like the, the coaching floor is like 40%. It's insane. It's just insane, the incompetence that's going on there. We had our chargeback rates and our refund rates at 1.5%.
0: That's good. that's good.
1: Nobody could even touch it. If, if they thought if you could get it to 10%, you were like a miracle person. 1.5%, incredible. They couldn't even believe that, but that was the truth. The reason we had was because we watched the numbers so closely. We stayed on top of the numbers. We made sure the customer service was extraordinary. We made sure that people started falling through the holes and the walls and the floors, or whatever. we were right there to catch them, to bring them back in, to re-motivate them, to refocus them. That's what it was. This is like high-level connectivity coaching to make sure that everybody who came in that was willing to do the work, the work the best they can, they would not fail, that they would get a focus, a direction, a sense of success, a pattern of success that so that they could go on after that. could always come back and get more, but we wanted to create that momentum and the habits, the very habits we're talking about here as entrepreneurs so that they can now be successful. At the end of the day, I had my wine down. Okay, so what I do? I'd walk the floor I'd visit with a supervisor again, what's going on, uh, check my to-do list, Carryovers that I had, final, finalize my day, close the door. So it's the habits, it's the bookends of the habits that get us into it and then it let us walk away from it at the end of the day. That's the control. Those are the things I can control. Between what it is I can control, beginning of the day, the setup, and at the end of the day, between that was all the stuff that happened. A lot of it I had no control over, but because my head was in the right place, I was in a better place to take care of anything that came up, any surprises, any challenges, any eruptions, any problems. I was in a better place because I'd said it.
0: Absolutely. And that's, you, you mentioned bookends. You start the day and you end the day, right? And, and you're, when you end the day, you're ready for the next day. There's there's no carryovers, and if there is carryovers, anything you got to carry over to the next day. It is something that's it's on uh, intent. It's intentional.
1: Yeah, there's no hangovers. Yes. If you got a bunch of hangovers, you know, from day after day after day, that's when you go out drinking, and that's when you really do have a hangover the next day.
0: Yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> it just never ends. Never that's ends. Right.
1: And, yeah, then and that's just, what you don't want.
0: Yeah, then everybody starts feeling like they're they're you know grabbing the tiger by the tail, getting led around, instead of yep. being in charge of the of the opportunity. Uh, you know, it's interesting that y- you say that because in a lot of ways, I w- I was the same way. You know, I was I was when I got into work, one of the first things I did is just check my calendar for the day, uh, make some notes, check check any notes I had from the previous day, and then immediately, I was walking through the facility. You know, I wanted to make sure everybody was, you know, saying hi to everybody, you know, making sure that uh, everything's running, everything's in place. And it's not, it's not that you're going out and, and looking over the shoulder of the individual department managers. It's simply is letting them know, hey, I'm here. How are you doing? Uh, what can I help with today? Anything new that we need to talk about? But that, 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 what I was just saying right there. Came in a meeting that we had every morning, nine o'clock in the morning, and it was based on a set of KPIs that we had. And it was a it was a thirty minute meeting. It was it was a reporting meeting for every single manager, department manager, in the organization that they would come together. Whether it was on Zoom, whether they joined us by by however they did, um, in in person. It was it was based on a reporting structure for specific KPIs. It was a quick thirty minute meeting, designed to make sure that we are all on the same page. Anything happened from the previous day, uh, you know? Did we short any customers? Anything along those lines, and how we we're going to rectify that issue? Those meetings are not about getting down on on anybody in any department. It's simply about. Accountability and reporting, and building those trends over time. Look, and so, and the the thing is here, Michael is also to make sure that everybody was on the same page, working towards the same common goals, understanding the same issues that the issues that that were going on in every single department. Eliminates those silos, cuts them out. Done. There's no more silos. You can't have a silo in that type of environment. when everybody's working toward the same thing from there, we had a, we had a game plan. We had a game plan for the day. We had a plan um, to move forward in any meetings, or if I had to go visit with customers or anything along those lines um, was taken care of that day. And then, then you're right. At the end of the day, you just, you you kind of, you you close house and make sure that everything's buttoned up and um, you know, if there's extra shifts coming in, whatever that might be take care of that. And then then you close the door and you're done. And here's the thing is one of the most critical elements that I found at the end of the day was when you close that door and you walk out and you're headed home, you got to switch gears. You got to put stuff away and and be that family person, be that that person that your family expects you to be when you get home.
1: Yeah, that's good stuff. Yeah. You don't want to take that stuff home. We hear that all the time. Don't take it home. The question then is, what do you do yeah. that you don't take it home? That's part of the ending of the day. How do you end the day? When you check yeah. your, what you've done, what you're planning on the next day, that kind of a thing, so that, yeah, you can close the door and walk away and you're not worried about it. Of course, if you get a phone call, that's something different that somebody you can't control. Oh yeah, A lot yeah. of the stuff, but what we're really addressing here, I think, Rich, is this. Control what you can. Many people do not believe that they have much control. But much of that control is set at the beginning of the day how you set it up yes how you set it up one of the things that made us an extraordinary team coaching team is that we when we got a new client we would set it up with agreements so that they could not fail most people they just you know they spring in we're well, going to do this and this and this and this there's no structure that they gave them there's no clear expectations of what they must do. There's no ways that they, you know, how we're going to check on you in terms of, you know, let's get into the nitty gritty, what exactly are you doing? Because there's not that clarity, the lack of specificity, they they, they lack that, people are going to fail. You know, when you train your employees, it's the specificity of the training, how to do it, showing them to do it, getting them to do it, that allows them to be successful. And that's what we had to do here. Let's show you how to be successful. Now you go do this to be successful. We'll assist you in that process. So the whole setup, this is the deal. You either are setting up deliberately, specifically targets in the beginning of anything, whether it's your day or a client or, or whatever it is your process is that day for your manufacturing. Those are either really clear and specific to be successful or you fail to do that. Then you're preparing for failure. That simple.
0: Yes, absolutely. You know, there's interesting. You mentioned stacking your habits, and one of my favorite quotes, and I I'll probably going to goof this up, but is we don't dictate our future, we dictate our habits, and our habits are what you know provi- dictates the future. I'm sure I goofed that up. You know, wrong wording, whatever. But that's basically the the whole it, it, it's the concept of developing habits. Habits that that really you can surround yourself with you can you can rely on you can fall back on and not only that others around you can rely on that yeah. you know and understand exactly what you're going to do you're not held or skilled or you're not here you're not there you're not uh you know you're not so unpredictable that your team the people you're working with are going uh, what's what's next here
1: yeah, yeah, we want to create essential habits highly efficient and effective habits. That's what we want yeah. to do. We don't need the knucklehead habits. No. You know, we don't need the idiot habits. We yeah. don't need that stuff that, you know, the derailers and what is he doing now? Or what does she have yeah. to, do? you know, the, the dumb stuff that we all get into. That's what we got to eliminate. That's yeah. the stuff we got to get rid of. Clean it up, throw it out the door, put it in the trash can and get focused here on these essential foundational habits. Set it up, end it in the middle of the day, You're free to do what you do best. That's why you're, see, that's what I want leaders to understand. Why are you in the position of being a leader? Because they want you to do what you do best, not only as a performer and as an achiever, but as a leader. Yes. However, if you're not setting the predicate at the end and then ending the day, clearly, you are not free to do what you do best as a performer and a leader to help others to perform. You're not at your best. You can't be. It's not, it's impossible for you to do it. So your control, which you can, at the beginning and at the end, leaders give you the power, the spontaneity, the flexibility, the agility to adjust and adapt into your different leader styles as you go through the day and as are necessary for you to change. If you don't have that, you're going to be drowning
0: in that guana. Oh, oh, absolutely! And here's the thing that uh, what we talked about previously—that morning warm-up having that that importance of that getting yourself ready and then the importance of those habits when you get into the office if you skip both of those if you haven't done your warm up in the morning you're you're you know getting yourself prepared you just jump out of bed you know in the car and you see these guys on the 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 freeway that are shaving their you know shaving in the mirrors or going and i've even i've even seen some You know, ladies putting their makeup on as as they're driving. And you know, these people don't have a morning routine. They just jumped out of bed, man, in the car as fast as they could, heading down the freeway. They probably get into work and it's the same thing. It's the same thing. Same routine that they had in the morning because they have not developed anything for themselves. So now they get into work and it's like, holy crap, you know, so busy. I've missed out on so much. I've got so much to catch up with. This, that, and the other, you're headed down a path for some serious stress-related issues. You really are. I should yeah. burn. Here we come. Yeah. And oh, absolutely. And everybody around you is going to be in the same boat.
1: Yeah. If you're out of control, what do you think everybody else is? <laughs> oh, yeah. You set the tone. You're driven by your anxiety and your chaos and your random thinking, your random Yeah, Stuff that you do, that's what's going to be reflected out there. You're going to wonder, why why aren't we doing what we can do? Why aren't we at our best? That's what that whole thing. So that's really the message here. Leaders, figure it out. Get it figured out. Get it set in place. Start practicing those things. Be that guy. Be that gal that sets the tone of excellence through what it is that you control, which are your habits. Excellence, habits of excellence are really what you're aiming for. Beginning, end of day. You're free now to go out there and do what you do best
0: and you know how what we used to call this is really those value added activities. Those things that really add value to your life, to your the people around you, to your uh the people you work with, to your home, it, you know it, it goes on. You know, John Matone called that the op- opposite of that, the monkey mind. Got the monkey mind going. Sure, sure, sure the monkey mind, yeah. The monkey mind. So avoid the monkey mind. That's our that's our 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 message for today. <laughs>
1: Yeah, let's so get rid of that monkey. Yeah.
0: Get rid of okay, the monkey. Very good. All right.
1: So, they want to get a hold of us, Rich. What are you going to do?
0: MichaelBailey.com, M-A-I-K-E-L Bailey.com. You can you can find Michael there, Rich Barron Executive Coaching. You can uh find me there on the website. Um you can also find us on LinkedIn. All our contact information is out there. Let's, you know, let's let's have a conversation. Let's let's talk. And let's uh, let's help you get better. That's what we want to do. Go
1: over to either one of our websites and get that report. What is the hottest thing? The hottest item in business today? You'll probably be surprised. What's the hottest item in business and organizations today? It's free; doesn't cost you anything. And it's it's got some surprising, shocking, sometimes statistics in there that you may want to be very aware of, and then take some action on. All about leaders and culture and all that kind of stuff. So do that. And in the meantime, leaders lead well. Take care. All the
0: best. With all of the issues facing leaders and organizations today, you need executive coaching more than ever. Go to our websites, richbarronexecutivecoaching.com or michaelbailey.com. You can also find us both on LinkedIn. Reach out to us and let's sit down and find out just how bright your future can be with executive coaching we'd also like to thank all of our supporters in over 60 countries and 600 cities worldwide who have helped to make us one of the top executive coaching podcasts in the world from rich baron and michael bailey this is mainline executive coaching act thank you and take care